Welcome to the Miss Manual Podcast, home for viewing a female's perspective in the automotive, motorsport, and blue-collar industries. We have an exciting guest, someone I've been, I've had on the top of our, our list to go ahead and talk to because you, you, you basically resemble what Miss Manual represents as far as like what you've done uh, inside of the automotive industry with your your journey as an entrepreneur, as you know as a business owner, as well as, you know, being the founder of a, a all female, is it female shop located in Ontario, is it? Yes. Yes. In Ontario. Perfect. Perfect. And so to start this thing off, my first question for you, uh, Hillary, what would you say if you had to summarize maybe three words of how your 2019 has gone so far, what would you say those three words are? And then we'll start from there. Busy, exhausting, fantastic. <laughs> sensational, sensational. <laughs> what, what, let's, let's go ahead and start with busy. What's 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 Hillary been busy with in 2019? Because well, you you you're very busy and you have a lot of goals. And I've been following from afar for for some time. But what's what what have you been uh, working towards in 2019 and, and as 2020, which is crazy to say? I know, right? It's insane. <laughs> it is. It's nuts. Um, well, my 2019 it started off pretty busy. We moved. Um, we moved shops. So we were three years at our previous location, and we moved into uh, like a little bit of a bigger, kind of better area facility. So that was crazy. I mean, you always think you're prepared for a move, but moving an entire shop of like 10 cars and all the equipment was nuts. <laughs> so that's how it started off. Um, and then, yeah, goals for 2019 is I'm looking right now at opening a second location in like the Detroit area. It's where my husband's from. He's here with me in Canada right now on a work visa, but we spend a lot of time back and forth. I love it. Great vibe. Um, there's actually a lot of, like auto body girls that are kind of down that way. So I want to open a second location there as well. I'm working on getting uh, the business ready to franchise. Awesome. That's it. That's where I'm from also, which I love. Yeah. It. I currently reside in, in Arizona, but Michigan born and raised Detroit, Michigan. Oh, that's awesome. Boulevard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now your journey in the, auto body started 15 years ago so what what like inspired you to like what was what what, what components what was there any particular time and frame 15 years ago when you when you had your your, your co-placement at, at the local shop like was there anything that like particular that interested you to start your own shop or was it like I don't know what what, what events transpired where you're like hey like I, I really could see myself you know having my own shop I think like even from the moment, you know, I started my co-op, I, I always knew, like I always felt like I wanted to have my own business one day. Um, and then it was just, you know, a matter of, of working towards it, like auto body or any skilled trade, you know, you need to, to get that experience and, and uh, you know, put in that time before you're ever ready to be a business owner. And throughout the years, I was just kind of thinking like, okay, there's so many you know, there's so many auto body shops out there, like, how's mine going to be different? Like, what am I going to do that's different? And then at the same time, um, like when I first started in this trade, I didn't know any other 
like women at all who did this. So throughout the years working, I started to meet, you know, more and more. And then just kind of hearing their stories of, of, you know, what they've overcome or what they had to, to go through. Um, that, that's what inspired me to create a shop that was, you know, all female owned and operated. Gotcha. And that's super powerful. And the next question is like, what in the world today, Miss Manuel is our girl. We want to go ahead and call the perspectives and show the world that there's so many out there because reading into, you know, your background, your story, like you saw that there was a lot of women accumulating regardless if that was, you know, a small percentage over time, or you saw one every other day or every other month, you Mm -hmm. saw it. And it's pre-internet. So, um, why didn't you give up? Because a lot of a lot of what Miss Manuel, uh, people that are in these industries, uh, you have ladies on the podcast where they're like, I was going from shop to shop, or I was at the verge of quitting. But like, what what gave you that perseverance? Like, what what was that bug inside of you that you're like, you know what, like, why not? Versus you know, giving up. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Absolutely. I guess like for me, what always pushed me through was just like a passion for this industry. Like. I I've always just loved what I do and you know there would be days when I when I was a co-op student or you know at my first shop where I would be so frustrated like trying to to do something that I would cry like I would just like bawl my eyes out because like I couldn't get it and I was frustrated and I felt like no one was helping me but then at the end of the day you know it's kind I was kind of like this is like I love this trade I love this job this is what I want to do. You know, I want my own shop one day and it's just kind of, you know, you have to like fight your way through it like every day. And then, you know, it does get easier. And that's what I would like love to share with everyone is like the things that I can look back on like 17 years ago that I cried about. It's now like, it's, it's like second nature to me. Right. So you just gotta like put your nose down and and like eat a lot of shit in the beginning but it does get better and like you'll you know as <laughs> as your experience grows like your confidence grows and it just it it's great you just gotta like stick it out and, and I know sometimes it's tough but I think it's your passion that really kind of carries you through those those hard moments 100 percent. and would you say you have like a a would you say that you have in the in the in your experience in the industry you have a defined why over the years like like it's like I say why you're like the reason why I'm doing this is because is it or is are you still trying to like get crystal clear on like it sounds like you have a a, a pretty much you have pretty much clarity on what you want to do as far as on on why you do what you do because a lot of people I feel like they lack that I know that sounds like a really like redundant question but in mm-hmm. today's age it's it's very people don't necessarily ask themselves that question, but I feel like you had that that question answered asked to yourself multiple times. Is that is that accurate by any chance? Yeah, like, and I I think it's like twofold. I think um, you know, obviously, I'm passionate about uh, women in trades and to be able to like offer my perspective of you know, how great it's been for me and, and how I would encourage more women to get into it. And then at the same time, I'm also just passionate about this trade in general. So whether it's encouraging like men or women, I, I kind of like love what I do. And I hope that I can, you know, help get more people into it. Like when I was in high school, like trades weren't talked about, like we never had people that came around it and told us like all like trades are a whole, you know, 
I'm still learning about all the awesome skilled trades there are, but we, we never got that opportunity to really explore it. We had, you know, presentations from colleges or universities, and you were made to feel like if you didn't get into these schools, you're not smart and you just need to go work with your hands. So I'm, I'm really trying to put trades in like a positive light that it can be a yes. fantastic career. And yeah, that's, that's just kind of my goal. In school, they, they make you feel like, you know, if you don't, if you aren't doing something top tier, quote unquote, and as far as what's, what's in the norm of what society promotes or what they did promote till, till now, like uh, if you're, as far as like being a doctor or you're going to a, a Harvard or whatever it may be, then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. the alternative is, it's like going to the gas station. It's like, wow, premiums is expensive, but premiums usually for, you know, that premium vehicle. And it's like, oh, all right, Perfect. I guess I'll settle for the unleaded or, you know, the E85 <laughs> or whatever it may be. It's like, that's how it made you feel. But I love that the fact that you're, you know, you're, you're encouraging where we wanted to be a norm. And that's, that's why yeah. I was in dying to get you on because, you saying that and then your mission of it all, like having females in this industry, just making it normal where this is all not a big deal or it's a bad or it's a belittled thing to be a hands-on tradesman or tradeswoman. Like it shouldn't be a big deal. Like it shouldn't be mm-hmm. a big deal to have a shop uh, maybe uh, all across America, all across the world. Like it, it shouldn't be a glance. In order for it to not be a big deal, you have to make it a big deal. So yeah. that's where I was basically and before it rudely cut us off <laughs> <laughs> i agree with you 100 percent. most definitely now how how did you you and your husband meet um so his dad is a pretty well-known fabricator in the detroit area so my husband grew up um like english wheeling sheet metal hand building cars from the age of like 12 or something crazy like that and that company, uh, Fournier Enterprises, they do, they offer courses on sheet metal fabrication. So I saw that and I was like, this is, pr- you know, this is pretty cool. I kind of want to, you know, I'm all about like learning as much as you can. And I thought that was pretty neat. So I went there and I took the course and um, Dan, my husband was actually the one teaching it because his father was kind of in poor health. So, you know, we, we just chatted and then we kind of like hit it off and then we chatted after the course and he was kind of, you know, working for his dad's shop and in between jobs. And uh, I happened to know a shop that I previously worked at was looking for a fabricator. So, you know, I imported him to Canada and he just, he's been <laughs> here like ever since. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Definitely see a movie in the making. That, 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 <laughs> that definitely the way that played out. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, starting your own business, no clue, no previous business experience. Like that's kind of just start there in terms of you starting up the shop. Like, like how, like the transition of starting it to uh, the the adventures of running it till now. Like, take take us take us through like that whole process for you. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, I'd always known that I wanted my shop one day and then I'm kind of thinking you know I'm just living here in Toronto and living paycheck to paycheck and not making a lot of money and I'm thinking like how am I going to open my shop and that's where I kind of heard about um, Indiegogo which is a crowdfunding platform so it allows you to like pitch your idea and in exchange you offer perks so it could be things like t-shirts and and like little things that people can buy to help kind of support your goal Mm -hmm. so I ran an Indiegogo campaign 
I raised about $15,000 and I, I took that and I basically paid like my first and last month's rent and had a couple thousand dollars left over and just like <laughs> hit the ground like running. But it was good in a way. Um, Indiegogo was fantastic because it gave me a lot of media coverage. So I was able to like from kind of the moment I opened, I had a lot of publicity and it was it was basically for you know, I always say like Indiegogo is a great idea for anyone looking to start a business. It's great to think outside the traditional, like I need to go to a bank and get a loan and then have to pay back this loan. Like there's right, so right. many kind of alternatives to help you, you know, reach your goals. Um, and then, yeah, it's just been, it's been, it's definitely been a learning curve. I would say, you know, being a technician for so many years and then you think like yeah I'll work for myself it'll be great I don't have to answer to a boss like, but yeah. like, <laughs> the reality <laughs> is like you're the janitor you're the customer service person you're right. you know you're you are complaint yeah you, you know there's days where sometimes I don't even touch a car for more than an hour because I'm on the phone I'm quoting jobs I'm answering emails but so yeah like I guess learning curve would be the best way to describe it like so much of my first four years have been a lot of mistakes and, you know, learning from them and like, well, I won't do that again. And just <laughs> right. you know, kind of like finding my footing and, and figuring it out as I go. And it's, it's, it's been hard. It's been really hard, but it's, it's been really rewarding at the same time. It's a weird, I get it. And I, cause I'm a, I, I work, I, I do, I do a lot of business remotely and it's a weird it's a weird satisfaction like like you said it's super it's super like torturous but at the same time it's very rewarding to kind of like serve your own plate at the same time but you're like jesus i gotta do it again but i get to do it again it's like oh man i gotta do yeah. it again but i i get to do it like no one <laughs> exactly determines yeah. That. yeah so <laughs> i definitely get that but it's possible and i love I love how you ex express it. And again, I don't like nor for this not to be a big deal. It has to be a big deal, but mm -hmm. what you're doing is possible. And I want to make that, you know, I want to broadcast that as much as possible because a lot of like what you're, the mold that you're breaking, the stigma, quote unquote, like you're very ambitious. You have a, you have ambitions to kind of always progress, always learn in a world where, you know, the roles of what a man's supposed to do versus what a woman's supposed to do. You're kind of you're you're breaking that. You're you're being your own person, and that right there is what we want to encourage from this manual. And again, this is why I've been like, I gotta get Hillary on. I gotta get <laughs> I gotta get her on. I gotta get her on because like you gave that <laughs> essence from when we first started talking till now, mm -hmm. and what we need to make more of. It needs to be it needs to be more of an option. It's like it's like yeah. it's like school. So school isn't bad. School isn't bad. It's it's the one thing that I have a beef with school, quote unquote, is being the fact that it's the only option when you realize that there's 72 options, but you've been told that it's only one. And if you don't choose this option, then you're belittled. So exactly. that's, yeah. that's what I see with you. And that's what I see with, you know, you just kind of creating your own path. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't, yeah, with I don't the know. hopes that like the generation that follows behind me will have an easier time, right? Like, like you said, I wanted to get to a point where if you see, you know, a woman who works in a traditionally male dominated trade, then then it's not a big deal. Right. Like it shouldn't be a big deal. We should all just, you know, and gender roles overall, like a man should be able to do 
whatever career he wants and and so should a woman like why do we have these stupid gender roles exactly exactly and this is what this is going to break because this is as we grow this arsenal like we're coming up on 100 episodes which is insane um that's awesome seems like it was yeah it seems like it was yesterday where we've got dozens and dozens and dozens of perspectives and it's only the beginning where say five years from now even now there's going to be there's a five-year-old nine-year-old 12-year-old young young woman and even man that has mm-hmm. a perception on how the world works or how a man or a woman's supposed to operate in this world and they deep down they they want they, they they feel like there's more to you know what they've been told and we got social media uh, and then they mm-hmm. come across Haley, they come across ink and iron auto this manual and then they can find this arsenal of perspectives to show them like hey i can do more than what i've been told i can go ahead and go outside the box and it is possible it is possible to be a woman and run a business or transition from you know working for someone and working for yourself and you know actually do the things that they've been told that that's not possible and that's essentially what I see with this whole thing with your story because it's so powerful it's mm-hmm. so redundant but the stuff like this is what's going to go ahead and alter you know the future for like you said the generations to come yeah I hope so and you know it's cool in in the fact that like my husband has two kids so his oldest is 16 and you know I'll bring him to work with us when he's here visiting for the summer so yeah. he comes to work in an all chicks shop and he's not even like phased by it. And he's, he's like, like welding what? and grinding and he's yeah. working by with like a whole bunch of girls. And I'm like, that's cool. I hope he goes back to, you know, goes back to school in the fall and like tells his friends, like, you know, his wife owns a shop and I work with all girls and it's not like, I hope it's just not weird for him. Right. Like, and then he can, yeah. you know, his generation starts to think like, oh, that's cool. Like girls work on cars. That's neat. How old is he? <laughs> He's 16. Perfect. So, like, that's that's the power of a thing about, like, if we can grab children at a young age, because he's, like, his reality might be, like, he might go into an all-male shop and he'd be like, where are the ladies at? Like, why aren't you right. having the ladies with the small hands go into the, you know, engine bay, grab the 10 millimeter? Doesn't make any sense. Like, he's, <laughs> his whole mindset's going to just be flipped. And that right there is the power of just, you know, being young. Like, when you're young, you just don't have, like, you just so, you're so gullible. And it can work, obviously, to a pro and a con, but, like, mm-hmm. things like this, people being exposed to stuff like this and environments like, you know, your, your shop is the power of, you know, what, what we can do for the future to come. Exactly. Most definitely. All right. And lastly, because I have about 72 questions. I can honestly go all day. I know it's later. Um, oh, it's fine. I love answering questions. Go. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm a talker, so I can talk all day. Uh, That's fine. I can as well. <laughs> hey, the more the merrier. It's great to great to not be the only one. So, so the, the environment that you've created. So, um, the environment you created at the at Ink and Iron Auto Body Shop. What's what's it like from where you where you envisioned it to to where it is now in terms of uh, working with all females to previously being the only female in the shop like what is this what is it like to going from that transition to being in a shop that you didn't own to owning it and to creating what you envision in your head I think we you know all of us that are there we've kind of created a really like supportive and positive energy environment like I'm I because I got my start as a co-op student so I'm I'm really passionate about you know, having co-op students and interns and the girls that 
work for me, they're also really great about, you know, taking on some of these, you know, inexperienced um, students and, and like showing them the ropes and, and teaching them things. And I've had about four co-op students now, um, you know, a couple apprentices. And it's just, it's really satisfying to know that, you know, they've worked with you even for a little bit and you've been able to give them kind of like those basic skills or like that little bit of confidence that they can then go out into this world and walk into a shop and, and have that confidence that like, hey, I belong and like, I know how to do things. And like that, that's really like rewarding for me, I guess. That's kind of like my big focus is, you know, encouraging more women to get into it. And like, can I teach you a few skills? Can I send you out in the, to this world? And, you know, you have the confidence because that's, that's like a big thing, right? Like when you first start, and you're like the only girl like for me I was like 17 and I was the only girl and I was like really nervous like working with all these old dudes and it's kind of like <laughs> it's like a, it's like weird it's like a weird environment right when you're that young yeah. um so you know that's kind of like one thing that we focus on so it definitely feels great to you know I guess like just pass on what I've learned or like what the other girls have learned and and just share that with with others that's awesome that's awesome I know that was a big big jump you're like i'm in the shop like it's, it's weird all these dudes they don't have any patience i'm asking a question <laughs> yeah like, come on come on hillary yeah right like sometimes twice. you know you you're like you're kind of struggling and then you feel like you're bothering someone if you ask like one i remember like the first big shop that i got a job in like this shop employed it's one of the biggest body shops in north america and employs like a hundred people and mm female tech and I remember sitting down for my interview and my the owner telling me first of all he told me I'd really like to hire you but you're a woman and Ooh. then I kind of looked at him and he's like you know not that that's a bad thing but you need to be strong-willed and if you have a problem yeah. like I don't want to hear about it so it's basically like if you have a problem it's your problem and you're kind of led to believe like if you say something then you're an inconvenience so I, I don't want you know other girls to to feel like that like you shouldn't have to feel like you're a distraction like you should be able to ask if you have a question or just you know really feel comfortable about asking for help yeah and that's and that's why i'm so glad we're having this conversation because it's not like I, the way you said it you understood why he was saying it but it wasn't like it's it wasn't necessarily personal it was like it was what he he's what he told you was based off of what he's always known and right. it wasn't mm -hmm. like like you knew what you were capable of, but you didn't let that define you. But at the same time, you didn't necessarily take what's personal. And that's why, again, these conversations are so important because mm -hmm. we have people that are either being parented or people, baby boomers are still, they're coming from an era where the rules are super black and white. And now we have a lot of variety and option to be who we want to do and, and find people that replicate things that we feel like that might even, even be potentially possible at a small level where mm -hmm. we have we're like distinguishing you know that there's more than two options like we we're saying before like there's there's more than one way of doing something there there's more than one road to go ahead and you know get the the, the mission accomplished right so that that right there is super important because so many so many ladies that face that barrier like we just had miss manuel someone uh and this leads into my last question after this uh we had some one in los angeles they were looking for females in the mm -hmm. Uh, to go ahead and join their shop um, that's awesome. and 
local to Los Angeles, but we reached out and we, we put it out there and let people know. But a lot of women are skeptical. They're like, eh, like they have, based off their, you know, previous experiences and they're, they're very hesitant. Like, they were excited about it, but they're hesitant. Like, I don't know, like being the only girl in the shop, like, yeah, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. We're very close. Like I said, a conversation like this is very close. And going into my last questions, uh, what would it take for someone to, or a woman that might be listening to this that might be local to Detroit or Ontario, or might you want to open a franchise to uh, maybe work alongside of such a perform with uh, Ink and Iron Auto Body Shop? Um, definitely like, find me on Instagram. All my, all my contact info is there. Like shoot me a message. I, you know, honestly, I get like Instagram or emails and messages all the time, even just from women, like looking to enter this trade who just maybe want to chat or, or want some advice or like, I'm always willing to, to help and to answer questions. And that's like one thing that I'm passionate about as well is just like helping other women, whether it pertains to, you know, being employed with me or opening a franchise or not. So definitely, yeah. you know, find me on, I'm on all social media, find me, like reach out to me, like, let, and, and I want to help like however I can. Most definitely. And uh, I was, was going to say something amazing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> It'll come back. You said, you said something and I had like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Hold on. What was it? Um, oh, do you? So your first hires. Do you remember the some of the first, some of the first uh, ladies that you hired within the shop to or to work with you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of them were, um, like I have a few part-time girls who we worked together, you know, for a couple of years, and they still come out and and help me part-time, and then. Um, because I taught auto body at a college as well. So I met like a couple girls going through the program and they have come out and, and uh, worked for me. One was my sister. So we're definitely like all still close. Even the girls who have worked for me for a little bit on either full or part-time basis, like we're, we're still, we're all like a big sisterhood. Right. And I love watching their journeys, even if they're not with me full time. And it's, it's really like heartwarming. It's awesome. You you watching the you watching the hen flourish and you know <laughs> turn yeah. into you know, the, no, it's great. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yes, yes. And uh, lastly, I swear this is the last one. No, um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, what's what's something that you consistently hear through email, Facebook, Instagram, any type of contact? What's something that uh, ink? Ingenier Auto or Hillary receives from from because this this is where this is coming from. There's a lot of people that are, there's so many people that reach out to Miss Manual or ladies of Miss Manual, and it takes them a lot of curse to do it. And so that only gets me to think, or the ladies that I work with think, like, wow, like if they're asking the question and they 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 think it's like this big thing to reach out, like imagine how mm-hmm. many people, how many ladies aren't even saying anything, but for you. Uh, what are maybe one or two or maybe three questions, whatever it may be, um, that you consistently get that you feel like uh, that, that you receive a lot that you feel like maybe you can give like a summarized answer to? Mm-hmm. I get definitely I get like how I got my foot in the door, how I got started um, in this trade and, and kind of like, 
you know, from other ladies who are maybe interested, but they don't really know where to start out. So that's definitely a question. And then I get asked a lot about, um, you know, girls who want to pursue this trade, but they're not getting any support, like their family and their friends tell them, you know, this isn't a job for women. And then I get um, as well, ladies asking me about like business advice, you know, how did I start my shop or, you know, what kind of challenges have I faced? So definitely like those, those are my top three. Gotcha. How would you, how would you answer the whole support? Did you have a, did you have a a ton of support uh, starting your journey uh, in the, in the industry? Uh, I, I'm lucky in the way that my parents are, are very supportive. They're just, you know, yeah. they're the kind of people that are like, whatever you want to do, like, go do it. And, and we'll be here to, to support you. Awesome. Um, and, you know, I just, I try and tell, you know, other girls, if, if their parents don't really support it, like, Hey, use me as an example, like use my shop as an example If they, you know, if they want to speak to me directly about, is this trade okay for our women? Like, I'm very happy to answer answer those questions and then as well um i've started on facebook uh, a group called auto body gals and it's just it's for ladies only you know in this trade or interested in this trade um because i kept getting you know messages saying like hey you're the only girl that i've ever known who who does this and i'm like i know there's more of us out there so i kind of started this group in hopes that you know if i get a message from a girl that's in florida she can join this group and then connect with other girls also in her state so kind of like a networking thing because like you know strength in numbers type of thing but I, yes. I I really just think like the more of us that are out there and doing it it'll become more I guess socially acceptable that this is a job for a woman to do like there's no reason why we can't exactly exactly and, and that's that's what motiv- motivates me every single day to kind of go ahead and make an effort to really make Miss Manuel a big thing and get stories out there like yourself. Cause there's all, there's just two, there's a few personalities uh, of ladies, ladies that are in the industry mm-hmm. and they have their head buried and there's, or there's, there's someone that's interested, but they don't know where to go. And then there's one that, that doesn't see the value and them being in it so much. They're so immersed in it and they're like, what's the big deal? What's the big, difference and so that's what's so motivating because there's a lot of you ladies out there yeah it's just yeah there it's, are it's it's the confidence factor like mm-hmm. knowing that what they're doing is a, is is a value and it's not it's there's no there's nothing wrong with showcasing your process because we are in a weird time with the whole social media thing people feel like they're like showing off quote unquote i don't see it as showing off. i see you sharing your your insights your perspectives your photos your videos is like inspiring that five-year-old 10 year old it's crazy to think that there's five 10 12 year olds with social media but that's i know right <laughs> makes me feel <laughs> <But> so <that's>, old <laughs> exactly it's like weird like i like especially for me like i grew up in the middle of it i was like what's my space like my like right in yeah. high school, middle space? school it was like what'd you do on the weekend you talked about it but you don't have to talk about it now you just see it on social and then you yep. just reaffirm it when you see each other like what's going on <laughs> but but yeah no you're right it's great in the ways that like you know a girl who's maybe 12 or 13 and thinking about it can go on instagram and see all these photos of girls doing like you know stereotypical male jobs like that's that's awesome like we didn't have that when when we were that age so it's great exactly exactly 
Well, I'm excited. I'm glad you took the time to jump on here. I definitely, I definitely want to have you on again. Uh, I definitely want to work with you in Strumstripe Reform as Miss Manuel. Miss Manuel, there's plans on being like a mega tour where we have some of the ladies go ahead and we, we go ahead and document the process. Because the one thing mm -hmm. that Miss Manuel sees that there's a lack, there's not enough of the documentation. There isn't enough of a proper or documentation of the process. To, mm -hmm. to go ahead and really make it known on what's possible for a female. So, but but in 2020, now until 2020 and years to come, like we, we have a lot of plans to go ahead and you know come to uh, Ink and Iron Auto Body Shop and many yeah. other uh, sharing the female perspective the, the right way where we we let the world know you know what's possible because once that's done, then the world is is up for an awakening where again this will be a big deal now so it's not a big deal in the future so exactly. um lastly where can people follow you and kind of share your journey and maybe just reach out to you if they want to go ahead and uh you know get a perspective from hillary yeah you can find me uh instagram my business page is ink and iron auto my personal page is auto body barbie so you can always find me on there shoot me a message and I promise that I will get back to you. Yes, she will. She's really great for it because we, <laughs> we finally got this. We finally got this together. It was it, it was like toggle where I was like, no, she thought 9 a.m. I was like, I swear I put 9 p.m. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> can't read. I was like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? It's all good. I was, my stomach sunk. I was like, no, she's never going to talk to me again. Oh, no, I was, I was ready. I'm like, I've been super pumped about it. So I'm like, I love watching like your page grow. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's 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 come a long way. It's definitely come. It started April thirteenth of last year, and it seems like it was yesterday. But it's something that I truly enjoy. Just for me, coming from my mom, she was she used to work at Chrysler uh, in in Detroit, and just yeah. being raised by a woman. And I don't know. It, and it's it's super funny because my my grandfather and my dad were were the ones on the street that fixed everyone's car, and I kind of kind of neglected. I just, I had more interest in playing with Lincoln Logs and Blocks and Legos. And now it's coming back full circle. And, you know, my dad was like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is the Miss Mail podcast. I'm like, there you go. That's awesome. <laughs> like, good for you. I'm, like, so happy. I Like I said, I love watching your page grow. And, you know, like, please reach out to me if there's anything I can do to, to help. Like, don't hesitate to ask. I appreciate it. Like, honestly, one of the things I have in mind, uh, I don't know if you've done them before, but one of the things that we're looking to orchestrate uh, one one area at a time, but our clinics, uh, clinics to kind of either just either it's like a way to network or to mm -hmm. educate. Basically, the some of the stuff that we tacked on here may be in person, because one thing that a lot of these a lot of ladies in the in, in these industries are dying for are like actual face-to-face -face interaction so we mm -hmm. maybe set up like a, a miss manual sponsor event or ink and ink and uh, iron auto and miss manual collaborate and then we set a day i said i don't know ontario or detroit mm -hmm. or whatever new jersey in the future and then yeah it'll be an opportunity where we run some type of uh, event for a day or something like that so yeah, if that's awesome. something you're interested in in the future that right there would be legendary. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm I'm happy to help. I I like love your mission and I love what you're doing. So please don't ever hesitate to to reach out and and I'm happy to help however I can. I appreciate you. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard, I say it every time. Don't be selfish. Don't just listen it for yourself. Share it with somebody you feel like enhance their perspective. 
and just give them insight and most importantly show them what's possible for a female in the automotive motorsport blue collar industry because in 2019 2020 and years to come the world will know what miss manual is all about and so until next time hillary have a sensational day night you too <laughs> thank you so much i had a blast <laughs> Thank you.